This is a D-Swirled production in association with Pants Pending Studios. Yo, what's up, everyone? This is Deese, host of the Social Hour and Drink and Debate podcast on PantsPending.com. I'm here to tell you all about Spokane's first underground comedy mixtape, featuring some of the Northwest's hottest young comics. It's going down live at the Bartlett in downtown Spokane at 228 West Sprague Avenue on March 15th at 8 p.m. Doors open at 7 p.m. and tickets are available now at thebartlettspokane.com. Advanced tickets are only $10 and space is limited. You'll see 13 great comics such as Philip Kopzinski, Tony Russell, Greg Beechler, D. Abrams, Jared Munson, myself, and many, many more. So get your tickets now and be there March 15th at 228 West Sprague Avenue for the live Spokane Underground Comedy Mixtape recording at the Bartlett. We'll see you there. Hello, my gentle snowflakes. This is Deeks. Want to be hip with the in-crowd? Well, then stop being a square and listen to the Social Hour podcast. Your one-stop shop for all your comedy, news, and entertainment news. Plus, you'll hear guests say things like this. My first boyfriend ever, I tried to name his uh, penis Madam Kinsey. You just told everybody that you committed a crime. (laughs) You're only showing ass at that point anyway. Yeah. People get that away before you. He was in sweatpants and had an erection. Um, I enjoy looking at women naked. Do you ever worry that Michael Jackson uh, slept with a bunch of kids just because he had a tiny dick? If your house is dirty, call Mr. Fisters. <laughs> That's when Miley Cyrus sung about things like cardigans, not her butthole. Uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to the convenience store worker who offered me a brown bag for the alcohol I was purchasing in the mm-hmm. afternoon. I like the show. Pants pending and drinking and driving. Bad boys, baby. So listen to The Social Hour with Dees and Monica. You can find new episodes every Wednesday on socialhourpod.com, iTunes, and pantspending.com. We'll see you there. What you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual comedians who are drunk in a Spokane, Washington comedy club. All parties have agreed to show up for minimal pay and have their disputes settled here in our forum. The Drink and Debate. Keen, everyone, welcome to the show. This is the Drink and Debate podcast. I am your host, Dees Casillas. Welcome to the show, the Drink and Debate podcast, the one and only show about the comedy competition, which four teams of comedians from all over the Pacific Northwest face off for beer, glory, and the title of Master Debater. Thank you for your patience. I know we've been on hiatus for a little while, but we are finally back with a brand new episode for you. Uh, My schedule was insane for a month or so, and then we lost the audio from the February show. But we are back. Um, 
just wanted to build the suspense, you know, build the anticipation, get you to want to want to wait and just wet that whistle. Just wet you. We, you know what? We won't. This isn't all money shot. A little bit of foreplay. A little bit of foreplay is what it is. I know you Tinder kids don't know about foreplay, but back in my day, you had to beat off to a Sears catalog. God damn, those Maytags were hot. But thank you for joining us, guys. We're going to get right into it. Um, well, I should say in a mo- <laughs> get into it pretty quick here. Uh, a couple things off the top. Uh, the drinking Debate is now on the Pants Pending Podcast Network. So find us at PantsPending.com. Go to Pants Pending on Facebook. Like the page. Follow all the shows on the Pants Pending Network, including my other show, The Social Hour, with brand new episodes every single Wednesday on socialhourpod.com. You can also find the Drink and Debate podcast on socialhourpod.com, iTunes, and wherever your fine podcast little listening ears find podcasts. We're everywhere. But don't forget to give us a good rating, review all the shows, uh, like us, our pages, and everything. And you know, if you like what you hear, tell a friend. Let someone know. Uh, that's the best thing you can do. Best advertising we have is you guys. Because, you know, if you like something, you tell someone. And then they listen to it. And then they say, why the fuck would you make me listen to that shit? But in this case, they're going to love it. So let some people know, guys. Um, also, we've got a great event coming up. Uh, when you are listening to this, it'll be tomorrow. Tomorrow night at the Bartlett at 228 West Sprague Avenue. We are doing Spokane's first comedy album. There will be 13 comedians on the uh, bill. I will be one of them. Um, So come out. Tickets are just $10. We've got some tickets left probably. Um, Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. But 13 of the uh, Spokane and the local area's greatest comedians performing that evening for you. So make sure and check that out. As well as go to Spo Comedy on Facebook. That's S-P-O, then comedy with a K. Like that page, you can get all the updates on everything happening in the local area for comedy, including the Drink and Debate live shows, which is the first Sunday of every month at uh, 315 West Sprague Avenue at the Spokane Comedy Club, hosted by myself and Nick Cavassier. Also, first Monday of every month, uh, we want you guys to start going to the PIN. Uh, the PIN is downtown uh, uh, downtown Spokane, also on Sprague. It is, we are doing comedy confessions there uh, every Monday. It's 412 West Sprague Avenue, just a block down from the comedy club. Uh, comedy confessions, we get three comedians, and they come up, tell stories. They got 15 minutes. It's kind of an interesting format. You get some storytellers. We have a topic. Uh, last month was, or I should say this month, was Jail Tales. Next month is on April, Monday, April 3rd at 8 p.m. at the pin is Baby Mama Drama. So don't miss that, guys. Uh, Greg Beachler is going to be on that, um, as well as a couple other people. So you'll we'll, we'll announce that soon. Um but that's it, guys. So come check everything out. Uh, all the stuff that's going on around town. We've just got a ton and ton of stuff coming and going all the time. So um, go to Spoke Comedy. Go to Pants Pending. You can find me everywhere doing a bazillion things, it feels like. And every single Wednesday at the Comedy Club, doing open mic. Come support that. Starts at 8 p.m. All right. Enough of that. I f- feel like uh, like I'm with some ad, like I'm uh, John Ham, some advertising agency just throwing shit out there. But you guys came for the funny. So here it is. 
We're going to start a new um, format for the show also. It's going to be slightly shorter, but better. And here's what we're going to do. Every week, I'm going to bring you one round of the drink and debate. So you're going to get a round of each month's, the, the prior month's drink and debate if you missed it live at the comedy club. But why would you? That'd be dumb. So the first round of March 5th's drink and debate at the Spokane Comedy Club was the reigning champion, Sorry Ladies Were Taken, with Captain Ryan McComb, Greg Beachler, and Steve Johnson. Going up against Lucas Prom's team, Always a Bridesmaid, which also had Jessica Watson and Sam Vitovich on the team. First topic was Star Wars or Star Trek, which is better? So we're going to give you this topic, or we're going to give you the first um, portion of this. Right now, you're going to hear Greg Beachler going up against Sam Vitovich, uh, and they'll be arguing over which one is better, Star Wars or Star Trek. Here you go, guys. It was very clear that Star Trek is racist as fuck. <laughs> and Star Wars was actually great for black people. Let me explain. Who was the first black person on Star Trek? A black lady who was a secretary. That's all she did. It was bullshit. They told her what to do. She got coffee and shit for Kirk while he gave... Never mind. All right? Who was the first black person in Star Wars? Lando fucking Calrissian. That's right. He was a president of a city just being a pimp. He didn't even need powers. All right? He was the shit. Let's fast forward to some newer shit. Jordy LaForge literally took Kunta Kinte and made him blind. Uh, and made him work on the fucking ship's engine so they can get away from shit when they're chasing them. When they messed up, that's BS, right? Who's the second black dude for Star Wars? Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. Another dude who has powers can still get pussy, doesn't even need him, all right? Simple stuff, guys. Keep this argument in mind. Like, when you think, who's doing better for what? Star Wars all the way. Sorry, ladies, we're taken. Star Wars isn't fucking racist. Lando may have been a president, but I'm pretty sure he was just, you know, slick, slick moving guy trying to steal his best friend's girl. That's what we want our kids to grow up like. Greg, I think that's why you have so many kids with so many different women. It's because of Lando. Star Trek versus Star Wars. This basically breaks down to science versus religion. With Star Trek science, we created a utopia on Earth. We're all friends and we're out there trying to spread the knowledge and love. Star Wars, what are we doing? believe in this unimaginable, this untangible force that's going to make everything happy, but it makes like these other guys crazy that want to build a Death Star and blow us up? That doesn't sound nice. That doesn't sound fun. And it's kind of sad that we're fighting, like, I think in Star Wars, like, the bad guys are autistic. <laughs> they, just keep, they just keep wanting to build a bigger planet that blows up other planets after it fails and fails, like, no, it's going to work this time. It's going to be super good. We're going to love it. It's going to be great. 
Listen, Star Trek isn't racist. It had the first interracial relationship on TV when William Shatner boned that green bitch. That's not racist. That's the opposite of racism. Always a bridesmaid. First off, I married one felon and I have two kids with her. Uh, you're as racist as Star Trek. Yeah, so what? Lando was trying to fuck his girl. Like his dudes. Have you seen her? Princess Leia was out of shit. Rest in peace. Uh, of course you're going to try to get at it. His, his man put him like in the sights of the Emperor and Vader. And he had to like keep him cool the whole time. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting loud. This is bullshit. I'm so mad about this. True. There was interrelational relationships on Star Trek. Captain Kirk was spreading his human herpes all around the galaxy. <laughs> trying to spread his seed and master race. <laughs> anyway, he just attacked all my arguments at the beginning. It was bullshit. He didn't have anything original except... No, I wanted to end stronger than that, but I didn't. So, sorry ladies, we're taken. Star Trek can fucking happen. If we work together, we can make Star Trek happen. We just need to go to school. We need to not try and move shit with our minds. That shit's dumb. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Give it up. Star Trek's a beautiful utopia. We want that. We need that now more than ever. I mean, do you know who Star Trek fans are? Neil deGrasse Tyson. The guy in the wheelchair with the robot voice. What's, what's his name? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And you know, you know who are Star Wars fans? Mike Pence. Betsy DeVoe. People that believe in this unimaginable force that's going to make everything better. Yeah, fucking right. Star Trek all the way. Always a bridesmaid. Very nice round for uh, Sam and Greg. Guys, give them one more round of applause. Very nice. It's pretty strong arguments, right? All right, guys, crowd. What do you you think? Did uh, did Sam take that one? Round of applause. Wow. I like it. All right, all right. And who uh, thinks Greg took that round? This isn't a golf tournament. Um, all right, well, let's, uh, let's... Yeah, let's see if our judges agree with you guys. What do they have to say over there? Uh, great first round, guys. Right. Thanks. Yeah. Um, hopefully the crowd is uh, drinking up, getting drunk, getting yeah. stirred up, you know, but drink responsibly. Drink so, a lot, but drink responsibly. I like how Harry right. doesn't drink, and he's like, I hope you all are getting liquored up. <laughs> yeah. Get drunk and touch a stranger. Uh... <laughs> We have reached a unanimous decision. Unanimous, wow. nice. All right. Yes. And the three of us have decided always a bridesmaid. Nice. Always bridesmaid. Takes that one. Nice. First round. Very nice. One right, who's going to be our next debaters? All right. So please give a round of applause for Jessica Watson and Ryan McComb. All right.
Okay, uh, one thing that you guys need to consider is that we need to take both of these franchises as a whole. So we need to consider like all of the Star Trek movies and the TV shows and then all of the Star Wars movies as a whole, which I think we can all agree that like the middle three sucked. Um, they weren't as exciting as like the 7-Eleven cups that they sold us, like led me to believe anyways. And it's like, when someone tells a story and then somewhere in the middle they just start focusing on like the origins of the characters, and you're like, well, I don't give a shit where they came from. Like, I don't want to feel sorry for like Darth Vader as a child. Like, I know, you know, like you, like I don't want to know where Donald Trump came from. I don't want to know where like Darth Vader came from. Like, I don't want to know where my enemies came from. I just want to hate them. I don't want to feel sorry for them. I don't want to know what Katy Perry did as a kid. I just want to hate her. That's why Star Wars sucks. And admittedly, like, I don't know a whole lot about this. Like, obviously, I'm not a nerd. Um, but I can tell you that Klingon actually is a real language and that Star Wars didn't make up a language. It didn't. <laughs> It made a subculture, but that's not a language. Klingon is a real language. A subculture doesn't count, um, and that's not racist. <laughs> Star Wars movies make you sad. Star Wars movies make me cry, and not a lot makes me cry. Like, I don't even have feelings. I don't know what that's about, but uh, Star Trek gives us all a new hope. So that's my argument, always a bridesmaid. Very cool, very fun, very cool. I think that um, <laughs> we need to start in the middle of this Venn diagram, find some common, common ground. And that common ground is J.J. Abrams. He's done both. He breathed new life into Star Wars and Star Trek. He did that too when someone literally killed himself so he didn't have to do any more movies. I'm glad you liked that joke, but you clapped when I was doing the punchline. They kind of goofed it up. So I uh, appreciate the enthusiasm. But um, in Star Wars, you never know who's going to fuck your shit up. Think about Yoda. He looks like Oscar the Grouch if he got evicted from his trash can. But he'll fuck you, he'll force choke you like he's the kinkiest dude in the galaxy, man. <laughs> Star Trek, yep, old guy, yep, he does space politics and fuck sometimes, uh-huh, same old thing every time. Think about the ships in the two movies, Millennium Falcon, that's iconic, that's incredible. The USS Enterprise looks like two hot dogs slowly sliding off of a plate. They hate it. They hate Star Wars. They, they hate it. And I know why. I figured it out. I know why they hate Star Wars. It hits too close to home for them. Because they all have daddy issues and want to fuck their siblings. It's true. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, we're taken. Um, 
uh, the middle of a Venn diagram is a point. Venn diagrams don't have a middle. They're shaped like a circle. Uh, George Lucas doesn't give a shit about you as a viewer. He keeps changing the rules. So now, like, all of a sudden, Yoda can jump around like a Russian gymnast. Give me a break. George Lucas sold Star Wars to Disney. Is there a bigger place to sell out to? Disney's like the Amazon marketplace of uh, cinema. <laughs> if you can call it that. Star Trek belongs to everybody. Star Wars belongs to Disney. So, and that's... God, I gotta sell you on how Disney's evil now, don't I? Disneyland employees have to wear, like, GPS tracking devices, and they're not allowed to be uh, stagnant for any period of time. Like, that's an evil place to work. And now they own Star Wars. So Star Wars is evil. Uh, always a bridesmaid. That's the worst insult I've ever heard in my life, that Star Wars is like Amazon. I use Amazon three times a day. Star Wars can be like Amazon, that's fine. Star Trek is like some weird thrift shop you don't even want to walk past. <laughs> You've been rebutted. Sorry, ladies, you're taken. All right. Very interesting way to end around. Give Star it up Shorts if you three. think Jessica Watson took that one. And if you think Ryan McComb took that one. Very nice. Awesome. All right. Um, I do have to make one little announcement. We forgot to make this before. The opinions and views expressed on stage here are not necessarily anybody's personal views. All right? They're not necessarily anyone's personal views. Like one time we get one up here and we're like, oh, is God real? And somebody got really mad that we said he was. All right? So... <laughs> We need everyone to understand that these are just opinions and jokes. Called jokes. Yeah, all jokes. All right. Another unanimous decision. We're going with, um, sorry, ladies, we're taken. Just oh, nice. All right, another unanimous. Very nice. All right, so this is deciding around. Whoever wins this one. All right, yeah, this is the deciding one. Whoever wins this one moves on to the uh, final round. So please give it up for Lucas Prom and Steve Johnson. All right. That's what Star Wars taught me. How to be a fucking gentleman. It's an educational film. Taught us about the dangers of autism and fascism and the combination of the two. They made my argument for me. It's a better movie. Older's better. This is Trump's America. This is a new day. In a galaxy far, long time ago, far, far away. Or the fucking future where they're still racist. Which would you prefer? Blind or a fucked up forehead? A secretary? For some dick spreading STDs? Or would you rather be the president of Cloud Fucking City? 
It's not even a debate. End racism. Go with Star Wars. It's true. The only good thing Star Trek ever gave us was George Takai. And he fucking hates racism. Sorry, ladies, I'm taken. Steve makes a very interesting point, but it's wrong. <laughs> so we're talking about the facts here. Star Wars um, is a chain of movies. <laughs> don't really know much about them, don't care. No, I do. Like most people, you know a lot about Star Wars, right? You think you do. Are you guys Star Wars fans? Would you say you're a fan? Okay. So Star, people that like Star Wars are called fans. Uh, people that like Star Trek are called Trekkies. Have you ever met a Trekkie? A real Trekkie. <laughs> this is not fandom, okay? Trekkies change their en entire identity, okay? They get body modification, change their ears and stuff. They are dedicated. That is a force I can get behind. <laughs> Trekkies. Not a bunch of fans that come out every 20 years when they make movies again, like Star Wars. Trekkies are there since day one, even if they didn't make any more movies. The Trekkies would be there. Speaking Klingon or whatever the fuck they do. <laughs> Star Trek gave us William Shatner. He's 85, still bouncing around, doing shit. He's an awesome man. Oh my God. Have you seen his rendition of Rocket Man by Elton John? It's amazing. Star Wars gave us the Star Wars Christmas special. I don't know if you've looked at review pages of that, but people that have watched that movie when it came out have died because of it. I'll get my facts checked, but it is a horrible LSD, technicolor, disgusting piece of movie. Okay. Always a bridesmaid. Thank you. Lucas. That was dumb. Damn it, you guys. Star Wars taught us about the dangers of meeting your biological father after the age of 25. <laughs> the only thing Star Trek gave us, as he pointed out, is Trekkies. <laughs> Ever gotten into an argument about the scientific plausibility of anything in a fucking movie with a Trekkie? It's the most annoying thing you'll ever do. 
Well, the spaceships shouldn't make laser noises because there's no sound in the void of space. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Sorry, ladies, I'm taken. All right, my opponent makes a very irritating point. He said a lot of shit. They didn't only give us trackies. I should have ended in there. They only gave us trackies. Good night. But no, they gave us so much more. Patrick Stewart, I mean, he was already pretty well rounded, but, uh, you know, he was in that. But anyway, all right, sorry, there was something, someone brought up how racist uh, Star Trek was and stuff. I just want to bring up, um, the, in Star Wars, there was fucking Jar Jar Binks, which, uh, Jar Jar Binks, which was like the single most like racist character. I don't, I don't know what George Lucas had planned for that, but it was terrifying. Some like, basically back alley garbage man Rastafarian that they brought up with every like racist innuendo that they could fit into this little CGI character that was done poorly from the beginning. But fucking Ewan McGregor had a rat tail. So anyway, always a bridesman. Powerful right. round, powerful. Guys, Very compelling. before we ask you to give a round of applause, we need you to keep in mind, this is to decide who moves on to the winning round. So please give it up if you think always a bridesmaid should move on. All right. And if you think sorry ladies were taken took that round. Very nice. All right, to the judges. Judges, what do you have for us? Well, um, you know, it was, it was a good battle. I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, the bridesmaids, you know, they kind of made some good points about Star Trek, which is really fucking hard to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to say, I got to say for the bridesmaids right now, you're working hard. All right. Great round, guys. Uh, hope everybody out there got a nice, fresh, cold brew. <laughs> that you're slurping down responsibly, of course. <laughs> Uh, don't go punching your babies because of us. Harry wants to see somebody drunk tonight. Yes. Harry wants to see drunk white girl titties. White somebody, women. Somebody make that happen, please, because this happens every show. Um, uh, my vote is going to uh, Sorry Ladies Were Taken. Nice. Okay. Oh, it comes down to Nova. Who's going on? Sorry Ladies Were Taken. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry Ladies Were well, Taken. Guys, give them both a round of applause for a great opening round. All right. Take your beers, take your glasses, and remove yourself. All right, and there you have it. The first round of March 5th Drink and Debate from the Spokane Comedy Club. That's 315 West Sprague Avenue. Those shows go down the first Sunday of every single month. Get your tickets at SpokaneComedyClub.com. Go to Spoke Comedy and get your tickets and come to the next show. But that's the first round, guys. It looks like Sorry Ladies Were Taken is moving on. So come back next week as we have 
Uh, let's see, it was the Mad Scientists, Folger Emerson's team with Adam Lee and Tom Meisford going up against two nice ladies headed up by improvisational comedian Melissa Rice with Emily Butler and the perennial all-star, one of my favorites, the lovely Mara Baldwin. Um, so check that out next week. See who wins and goes on to face two, uh, goes on to face uh, sorry ladies were taken in the championship and see who wins. But go get your tickets to the next show. It's going to be a hot one. We've got some great, great teams lined up for you. Um, I'll be there. That'll be cool, right? You can say hi to me. Uh, buy me a beer or something. I mean, it's a drinking debate. I do have a crippling alcohol problem. Um, I have a beer named after me. That's cool. Snoop Dogg doesn't have a weed named after him. I have a beer named after me. This says a lot about the state of cirrhosis my liver is in. But, um, all right, guys. Well, come check out the next show. It's going to be a good one. Um, until then, this has been the Drinking Debate. I am your host, Dees Casillas, and we will see you next week. All right, no bitching on Facebook if the people that you came to see didn't win because they weren't that funny, goddammit. This podcast is a Pants Pending Studios production. And part of the Pants Pending Studios podcast network. Find more of our great shows just by searching Pants Pending in your podcatcher. For more information or to contact us directly, visit us at pantspending.com. Please subscribe to this show, share it with your friends, like it on Facebook, and rate it on iTunes. And we thank you for making us a part of your listening day. Pants Pending. Pants Pending. Pants Pending. Pants Pending. Pants Pending. Pants Pending. Studios! <laughs> <laughs>